On today's episode of Web3 Made Easy, we broke down the debt ceiling with the United States, a lot of speculation on what that could mean for the overall ecosystem, macroeconomy, and everything in between, a lot of conversation about Metaplex updating their standards and taking 0.01% or 0.01 soul from minted NFTs, and what that could also mean for the Solana NFT ecosystem, some macro conversation around crypto prices and how the NFT market could be volatile following that, and just a lot of overall discussion about everything going on in the space. This episode was sponsored by D-Calls in their new DGen mode. What it allows you to do is trade singular minute candles and bet if the price is going to moon or doom on their platform able to be used right now already seeing leaderboard functionality and other key components that let you compete against other traders on the timeline a lot of fun that's going on from them and a whole breakdown throughout the episode from an ama standpoint if you want to tune into the episodes live monday to friday 8 a.m eastern time monday to thursday 5 p.m eastern time at easy it's bodega on twitter let's dive into the episode what is going on web3 ecosystem welcome back to another episode of Web3 Made Easy. Breaking down what we're buying, what we're selling, where we're making money, where we're losing money, and everything in between. We got an eventful episode today. I'm excited to dive into it with you all. And today's episode is sponsored by D Calls and their DGen mode. Absolutely crushing it, you know? So very excited about that. Glad to see a little bit of degeneracy and trade opportunities from their team rolling out in a simplistic fashion. I had the pleasure of playing around with it yesterday, having some fun trying it out, breaking it down, all that good stuff. So kudos to them and what they've rolled out. We'll dive into that about halfway through the episode, break down exactly what it is that they've built out and how it stands out against the rest of the space. So very eager and excited about that. But before we do, we got a lot to dive into. We're seeing PSYOP come back from the grave today absolutely cooking at the moment all those pre-sale buyers i'm sure are ecstatic at the moment absolutely cooking just absolutely rocking and rolling right now in the dough so uh, i guess kudos to them for now i guess you could say we'll see where it shakes up where it ends up and what happens moving forward on top of that couple other key things breaking out today. Some price action moving against the market on a lot of projects. Blur breaking down. Some key things with additional blends, whatever it is, whatever the hell they're doing, you know? So kudos to them getting some more projects that you can buy now, pay later on. I thought it'd be a lot more. It was only two redacted Romilio babies and can pie pandas. I was not expecting either of those to make it into the numbers. So, hey, what do I know? On top of that, we got Pulse Chain absolutely ripping. Another time that I've faded generational wealth from Manny. So, god damn. Ordinals cruising here. A lot of people saying that Chinese whales are buying up the ordinals. So, I've never heard that before, you know? But uh, it is Bitcoin Pizza Day today. So, the infamous 10,000 Bitcoin for two pizzas. And uh, I'm sure that that may go down as the worst trade in history. But let's get right into it. As we take a look at the Solana market right now, we're up 25% over 24-hour volume, up to 60K Solana volume. Tensor at 26K, Magic Eden at 23K, Hades Swap at 10K. Holy girls at zero. Down about 13% on the monthly, sitting at 3 million monthly Solana volume. And as we look at the projects, Mad Lads at 53, Heist at 12 and a half, Famous Fox Federation at 55, SMBs down to 177, Claydosaurs up to 53, Sharkify up slightly to 22, ABC at 30, Lily at 7.9, Fidelian at 4.8, and DGen Ape Academy at 50. As we pivot over to the open seas, everyone's favorite one-hour trending chart, the best one to analyze the market. Notable Pepe's at under 0.01 ETH, 
Illegal PFPs at 0.1. Steady Stack Legends at 0.34. Opepin Edition up to 0.46. Rec Guy up to 0.74. Mutant API Club down to 9.65. Valhalla up to 0.65. Bitcoin Miladies holding flat at 0.09. And as we look at the top collections, Azuki at 14.82. Redacted Romilio Babies up 20% to 1.34. Captains at 8.5. Milady Maker at 4.3, Doodles at 2.26, D Gods at 8.7, and Board API Club at 46. On top of this, Metaplex announced their new immutable contract in which in 18 months they'll be taking 0.01 soul from every NFT minted. The timeline is buzzing about this. A lot of speculation on potential forks of the Metaplex contract, and a lot of people just trying to break it down how they feel about this. I guess we're going to have to wait and see what actually goes down, how people feel about it, and what actually comes to light with this. Mixed reviews on the timeline. Some people extremely angry. Some people saying that builders deserve to get paid. We'll see. But Bunny, Frisk, Manny, how are we living? I can't believe you still read the OpenSea page. It's my favorite one. Yeah. Uh, I did not think Blur would have said redacted Remilio. I like that it's like, Got a lower. It's a point one ETH to, to loan it out. I was like, damn. So now even even the Solana Pores can get involved. That's what I'm saying. Like the, the other ones, like the cheapest one was Milady before this, right? Which is still like a pretty big loan. Yeah. Yep. You're doing. I don't know. It's weird that it was like a derivative, though. Is this like is this considered a derivative? I'm not sure. A derivative. I guess. A milady got mad at me when I called it that once. Why? I don't know, man. They said it wasn't a derivative. It's, it's not. It was like a L. Maybe it's like a L two. Remember the mutant hound collars? That was an L two. You go project. Could be a layer two. I guess it's a layer two. Congrats to psyop holders, though. Manny's up. Pig. I think Jux is up. Can't believe it. Yeah, I mean, basically market any manipulation. Though I mean, it works. Yeah, dude. I don't know, man. It's dude. It's wild. It's like all buys too. I'm seeing 20 ETH buys, 10 ETH buys, 8 ETH buys, a 75 ETH buy. There's no, yes, dude, just literally right now in the last five minutes. <laughs> 75 ETH, dude. 100K. That, that's that's crazy. Yeah. What is that? In I don't US know. Maybe dollars? he's on to something, man. We're looking maybe. at. Uh, yeah, nine hundred thirty, hundred thirty-seven thousand. Yeah. Damn. I don't know, man. Starting to get FOMO yet? Or? I could not give less of a shit, dude. Like, literally, okay. could not care any less about it. Like, I'm not mad. I didn't get involved. I could not even remotely care. Like, as wild as that may sound, like, dude, I'm at, You had to sit on this shit coin for over a week to basically make a ten percent gain. Dude, you could have bought the NASDAQ and made a better return in the last 10 days. I believe it's an attention. Isn't it an attention economy coin? I think it's a shit coin. Yeah, imagine explaining that to a judge. Yeah, no, sir. I shouldn't go to jail because I was just playing the attention market. It's working, though. Uh, do you have FOMO? A little bit. Don't. Don't the slippage is out of control. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna lose money on this yeah, pop. Dude, like <sighs> Frisk, how you feeling? I just woke up from a nap so oh, I feel sleepy. Sleepy <laughs> 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 
Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, I, I, I can't help but feel like I marked the top for ordinals. Yeah, yeah. I really uh, unless can't you help bought pangoos. Like, yeah. N- no, I haven't bought anything yet other than just getting Bitcoin into my wallet, which you're never too I, – I don't think you're ever too early to Bitcoin yourself, which is what doesn't bug me. Like this isn't Swede. This is Aptos. This is Bitcoin. That's the thing. Like worst comes to worst here. I'm just holding Bitcoin. That's the, that's the worst case scenario, which is fine. But like the amount of people I've seen on the timeline begging for OXBT whitelist, the amount of threads from influencers that I didn't even know cared about Bitcoin, I hadn't mentioned a damn word about this, myself included, to be honest. Like, cause I've been fading this hard. I, I can't help but feel like I may, I, like, I, I, I think I am the exit liquidity here, but I, I mean, luckily I, I, I'm, st- I, I think I'm okay to like find that out. Like I'm, I'm totally fine with that. I do want to buy some ordinals though. Not right now, but like, I, I think I want to buy a frog. I think I want to buy a bandit. Um, I, I they all look cool to me. I want to get into like one of these communities, just at least one Bitcoin community that looks like really like fun. Um, probably bandits. Bandits have it seemed the coolest to me. We to love Charfu. Yeah, I can't fade Charfu. I love Charfu so much, man. I, 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 I like that's the place where I feel like I would, I would have a ton of fun. And Bitcoin frogs actually seem really cool too. And actually, I actually like the art. Like I, I'm a big pixel art guy, so this is cool to me. Um, easy. I had a question for you. Uh, okay. I need to explain it to me like I'm five. What does the U.S. defaulting mean? Oh, we're fucked. Thank you. <laughs> I think that's like the easiest way to break that down. I mean, the U.S. defaulting is like. Oops, I meant it. We t- muted. Uh, we take out all this debt um, and loan out like money to people on IOUs. And we're supposed to pay this back with interest. So from like that perspective, if we don't pay it back, it's like basically not paying back your credit card, but on a global scale. And since the dollar is like the current still reserved trade currency for the world, it'd be extremely bad for the U.S. dollar by the country that's loaned all this money out to buy things and pay for things, not being able to actually honor that. Um, It's a really bad look. I don't think it happens. We tend to see a lot of this over and over and over uh, where – Every going into like presidential elections and cycles, they just always say this, dude. It's always gonna happen and it never happens. Yeah. Um, if it happens, we're fucked, but I don't think it happens. I think we race it down to the last minute and then we'll miraculously raise the debt ceiling. Well, yeah, we're fucked. We'll probably still be better off. Than oh, Canada. dude, yeah, they're <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, don't remind me. This is the thing, though, that I, I, I don't fully grasp. If we're in debt, the debt has to be paid off eventually, yeah. right? Uh, or d- so then, does the only way to pay it off is to find it's what thirty trillion dollars yeah, in debt, serious. right? Okay, so yeah, that's that's only a few zeros. So yeah, they either just gotta like find this under their couch or print more money. Like that's really the only option here. Am I wrong? No, no. Uh, I mean, they could just print more money. Yeah, exactly. So they have to print more money or literally find it somewhere else. And so with those two options, that pretty much leaves us to the point where, like, they're not going to find it, which means they have to print more money. Isn't that bullish for crypto or am I tripping here? Uh, 50-50, I would say. Um, Could be bullish for crypto, but it's also just, like, not a great look uh, because, like, at the same time, it's still risk on assets. So it's basically like we'd have to, and that dude, that's kind of like the gamble that's being happening here. Like the big thing that they don't want to raise the debt ceiling because that means we'd have to print more dollars 
is bullish for crypto. And Biden came out and openly said, we're not going to do this because he doesn't want to reward crypto participants or some bullshit. I don't know. It, yeah, so nice. it's basically just like they're going to continue to go back and forth on this and eventually just agree to something. They could also, I think it's the 14th Amendment that they could enact that would basically skip through Congress and force uh, a raise debt ceiling regardless. So there's like ways that this can happen and things that like I'm kind of anticipating. But right now, if they raise the debt ceiling, you're going to see risk on assets just rip. And we're already starting to see like, dude, the S&P and the NASDAQ are both up 10% over the last seven days. So like when you look at it from that perspective, it looks like they're already pricing in this raise, whereas crypto assets are like at the moment kind of catching some some flack. On top of that, we saw the market nuke for like a 5% like retracement because of an AI image today of the Pentagon on fire that a bunch of news sources picked up. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Yeah, what? so watch your guru, uh, 10K DBF, tier 10K, whatever that is. Uh, and a few of these other like Twitter accounts picked up this uh, picture of an explosion near the Pentagon that was generated with AI. Bunch of news outlets picked it up as well, and uh, it actually caused the market to sell off extremely hard, only for it to rebound once it came out that that was fake. It's like thirty percent. The S and P went down like thirty percent. It wasn't that hard. It wasn't thirty percent. Thirty percent would be fucked, dude. That's like a COVID level drop. It was like a five percent drop, which is still heinous. That's that's a lot for an AI image. Like that's actually yeah. A lot. It was something what stupid like. Five billion, fifty billion, a five and a couple zeros after it. That uh, it was a pretty heinous drop. Oh my god! The, the robots are taking over. Okay, this helps illuminate a lot of things for me personally. Like this, this makes sense. I guess. I, I mean, obviously, like this makes sense as to why we see the uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? The development of things like bricks and why I understand why like someone like you is is looking to find stables in, in other reserve currencies around the world, like. Specifically, the Singaporean dollar. I think holding like a brick. Super interesting. Yeah, damn. Yeah, I, I, I've, I've noticed. It's actually impressive. So, I, I guess, is there any concern with holding like USDC or stable? Sorry, buddy. I, I mean, like the off, thing with like, the dollar is like, unless you're like the dollar will still be worth a dollar in the U.S. Like that's like the bigger play here, and it's more like if you're trading size, that's where it becomes more interesting. And like forex in general is a really slippery slope i'd say like the british pound is actually doing really well i think the euro is going to take a mean hit eventually because like they're also in a very similar boat with like trade but like if the BRICS releases a global trade currency that's something i'm extremely interested in starting to move dollars into at least for like something to just sit on which a lot of people are speculating on because like if that becomes a trade currency the, the world is trading in yuans at the moment a lot of countries are moving over to that which is really interesting brazil's trading in their native currency and then the dollar is starting to lose some of its like stranglehold on like that finalization asset. So like for me, I'm starting to just weigh other options. But like I don't think the dollar just goes to zero like at all. I think like we are going to see some shifts. But let's hit some of these hands too because everyone's hand is up and we got to dive into. The- hey, Go ahead. Easy, easy. Uh, Psyop flipped Pepe. Uh, it's closing in on a billy. Nine seventy four. Nine seventy four k market cap You're for kidding. Psyop. So it's up two hundred percent. Oh. Just went to 983. Uh, I, dude, I mean, the green candle is ridiculous. So. Jesus fucking Christ. Let them cook. All right, go ahead. Hit the hands. Your hand's still up. Was there anything else, Sunshine? My hand's not up. Oh, okay. Jux, what do you got for us? It's been a while. How's the family? Uh, the dog's good. Good. It's good. Uh, probably the last time I'll ever ask you that because uh, I got into PSYOP early, so uh, fuck you. Oh, yeah. I quit. I fucking quit. All right. That's fine. All right. Well, 
Do we kick him off stage, Bunny? That's a binding contract, Jux. So uh, now that we also have HR up here. I'll give you something to bind. I hey, yo. this thing way harder than I should have, only because I was sitting on a nice little ball of gains from shitcoin season. Um, and I was just going to let it rot. And then it decided to do what it's doing today. And I have done a ton of research to try to find why. And there is nothing. So I guess it's just... Well, you have to remember, Ben.Eats still holds 97% of the tokens. Yeah, he messed with a bunch of the liquidity, too. He pulled the PSYOP liquidity. Yeah, yeah and got- then removed the V3 LP. So he like finally fixed that situation, which was a dumpster fire. I just didn't understand. Like There were no sales for like 30 minutes straight. It was just all big buys. Yeah, huge buys. Because, dude, you looked at it. He removed, he pulled the LP, let it trade flat, and then immediately injected seven million into the liquidity pool. But it didn't come out of the pre-sale funds. It's all still sitting there. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, dude, <sighs> it's fucking wild. And then what does but? Um, God, is someone tap in if you know who I'm talking about? The guy that's doing the variant of the psyop, but not asking for money. He just wants you to send. A zero ETH transaction. Omakase. Oh, yeah, Omakase, yep. That's cooking, too. He's been in spaces, dropping alpha. That guy sounds gigabrain. I don't know who he is, but apparently he's pretty well. Well, he threatened Nick's life once. (laughs) Lovely. (laughs) That's great. It was one time. That was one time. Uh, To pivot back into Seoul real quick, though, um, I know we've been in a lull, but if you, like, really dig your heels in and realize there are some really cool things coming up, uh, outside of the obvious with the dogs, uh, I think SMBs in Gen 3 is going to be a cook. You've been seeing it in the price action with uh, the SMB floor. I think the heist is still doing really, really well. I'm super stoked for them to be able to finally bring like a second variant of Wolf Game that I actually think is playing better than the first rendition of when Wolf Game dropped um, and keep it alive for as long as they have. Even with that big hiccup, they've, they bounced back and recovered flawlessly. I think what... Uh, Liberty Square is doing with carbon uh, and seeing, uh, you know, secrets go around in spaces again and, and sort of drop alpha in this cryptic way that he likes to do. Um, you know, it's only going to take a couple of projects for us to be able to start the catalyst to get the, the liquidity back into NFTs again. Um, but that hasn't stopped me from getting on calls with Manny and doing a ton of research to uh, onboard over to Ordinals and uh, play on some BRC20. So I'm ready to keep the shitcoin uh, phase cooking here. I'm tired of them. I want it to end. But let's pass this around. we got a whole mess of hands. Malik, what's going on? Yeah, what's up, guys? Uh, yeah, easy. Gotta, gotta hop in and correct you on something because you've been hearing this uh, narrative. And it's, it's not correct. And far be it for me to say that the government actually likes crypto. But uh, Biden's statement the other day about... Can you talk closer to the mic? <clears throat> yeah. Can you hear me? Thank you. Yeah, that's all, all right, better. So, yeah. Biden's statement the other day uh, about the crypto and, you know, that everyone jumped all over that. That was in response to essentially uh, what the Republicans had put forward that included in there uh, benefits that that would have helped all of us and we'd all love to see uh, to, you know, tax breaks essentially on crypto or or with regards to like the capital gains. Um, So it's not so much that they're like, oh, if we do this, it's going to pump crypto and we all get fucked. Uh, it was just more of a ideological difference where the Democrats don't want to put any kind of additional restrictions or, or breaks on there. They just want it to be a clean bill, uh, and the Republicans mm. want to add some stuff in. So 
Just wanted to clarify the record before everyone thinks that there's like some, I mean, there is a giant global conspiracy uh, against crypto, but, but that one quote was not part of it. Okay. Okay. So another thing taken out of context. So Malik, do you think that we raised the debt ceiling? Yeah, we have to. There, there's, yeah, okay. there's no chance we don't. Yeah, I mean, literally, literally the, like, it is, so just even the fact that we are where we are now uh, regarding it is, is already really bad. So we've never defaulted. In 2011, we came as close as we are now to defaulting. They passed it through. It got done. But even the fact that we got that close alone was enough for Moody's to drop our credit rating like as a country. Um, there's going to be the, the same, the same thing is going to happen again. Right. It's, and, and to clarify on like the debt ceiling, like what it is now works is like, we, we have to obviously pay our debts as you explained. But like the idea is if we as a government don't approve the spending for the next, you know, whatever it is, however many years, like then the rest of the world knows that, Hey, they literally don't have the money to pay off these debts because like mm-hmm. it's, it's the government, right? So like everything is very like out in the open in terms of like what they can and can't do. So that's why we get fucked. And the problem is that it's, it's always forward looking. So like we have all these debts that we've racked up that we're going to do that we have to pay off. And if we don't approve it, then people know we're going to have to slash things and we may default on, on loans to whoever. Uh, and, and then we're really fucked. So it, it, it's catastrophic to the point of leading to like an, global market meltdown it's just not going to happen they're going to get it done i do agree completely but let's hit the rest of these hands real quick we're on a time crunch manny what do you got yeah just on the yuan i mean it, it is pegged to the full like value of a u.s dollar so even you wouldn't get you'd have to wait for the yuan to even get price discovery so it would go down significantly when the bricks drops but dude i'm cooking on psyop cooking on pulse there's like some shit coin on fucking pulse called wag me we are all convinced in this group chat that is going to a million bucks um in market cap and that's kind of where we're at like i don't know there was some ohm fork like shit coin that we they like passed out pre-sale for i missed it i was at work but like they raised seventy five thousand dollars in 10 minutes dude like people are still kind of degening yeah dude they like blinked and raised 75 g's so it was pretty nuts to see all of that but overall i definitely want to get a frog my whole like i need to just roll these gains into a frog because i think june you have hong kong and then july you have the binance marketplace and then this stuff sends yeah yeah you bring it bring up a good point my friend god damn it god damn it all right all right well that's you want to go have on a frog easy yeah we might have to we might have to. Okay. Dude, well, I just love that they just say ribbit. Like that is so the fucking, fucking coolest utility out of anything. Is like if you're on the space, you just say ribbit. Like, dude, ribbit. I would pay money to do that. Yeah, they're doing a damn good job. Damn good job. Doing that much to do. All right. Well, that's marketing at its finest. Alpha Sam, what do you got for us? Uh, dude, I just should not understand this, dude. Do you fucking see this missile? Like, I, Let's, I, I'm done I, talking I, about it. I'm done. Holy fuck. Dude, uh, but yeah, I'm looking at some D-Gods, dude. Uh, D-Gods in the lending <laughs> protocol. Uh, just fucking go zero interest. Put like two ETH on that shit. Hold them on. The ride is 10 to 12 ETH. I can see that shit on the D-God side, to be honest. Uh, and the little pudgy penguins, dude. Fucking buy. Uh, you should have been buying Punchy Penguins for a long time, but like, yo, 
they're gonna probably hit an ETH, I think, at least. Um yeah, and I and I still love the MFers, dude. Uh buy MFers. I think those are gonna pump. And Ordinals, dude, just buy there's actually some uh you gotta follow the right people. Go look at the likes that I like. Uh to be honest. There's some projects that are low key gonna fucking pump. And that's all I gotta say. Well, thanks, I guess. Real helpful. We'll take it. Uh, Shrimp, what's going on? Um, I got to tell Malik, uh, Glock said that we defaulted four times. So just wanted to pass that info to you. Uh, don't know if it's true, but yeah. Uh, dude, I want to... Yeah, that sounds inaccurate. He might be talking you know, in 1774 or something. I have no idea. Yeah. Uh, but that's, that's not accurate. Yeah, I don't know. But um, easy. I want to buy JPEGs, but I keep feeling like I shouldn't. And I'm sitting here with liquid and I just, I don't know what to do at this point. I can't hold liquid. We don't know this. And I just want to buy JPEGs, but I feel like if I buy JPEGs, they're all going to go down. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I don't think you're wrong. You know, I don't, I don't think you're wrong. Uh, at this moment, it still seems like some liquidity cycling back, but you just need a catalyst at the moment, but let's hit the rest of these hands. Cause I want to dive into this AMA with D calls and everything else they got going on with DJ mode. Pete, what's going on? Ah, uh, you got an AMA, so I'll be quick. Um, one, uh, if you haven't seen Easy's video on Ripple and CBDC breakdown, it is really good and super informative. Um, yeah, and uh, looking at the ETH Bitcoin chart, the the ratio looks really good long term. We might see a breakout with each. Uh, excuse me, with ETH, which is really good. Um, Stepin just became the first blockchain gaming app to integrate with Apple Pay. Uh, MicroStrategy is doing some work with the FASB to try and get Bitcoin and, and clear, concise wording around how people can use it for business, which I think is really good. Singapore is laying out a plan for passport-free, contactless, biometric, in-car border checks. It just means that we're getting really close to this digital ID stuff. It's all going to be related to NFTs. Wendy's in in Columbus, Ohio, is piloting their AI uh, drive-through. So I'm sure that's a blast, and it's called uh, their Fresh AI Solution. Um, next up, or last thing, um, dude, it's funny. Like I was looking at some stats, and with with the blur trading, right? It, it's funny what people are doing now. The people that have been getting dumped on. Supposedly, somebody got thirty clone X's dumped on him over the weekend, and that's he's helpful. Yeah, and he's already a holder of 350. So supposedly what people are doing is now they're funding new wallets. The guy went and bought 30 more Clonex, bringing his total up to like 400 and some. But he's doing that. It not only gets the floor pumping, but it, it changes the point structure and starts to get these collections on the leaderboard. So the, 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 the things that people are doing to game this system is absolutely amazing. That's all I got. Back to you, Easy. I love when B comes up and just drops the knowledge. The Steppen thing's huge, and I think a lot of people are overstating that as well. We saw Axie and now Steppen both get into the App Store, and that's massive for the space. It's showing that now people are becoming more comfortable with uh, the fact that even though they'll take 30%, you're still capitalizing on 70% of the market being in the App Store and actually being able to leverage a much wider audience. Clutch, what do you got for us? Uh, Metaplex. So we're going to dive into that for a second. So on average, it costs 0.03 to 0.05 soul per NFT we're minting. 
So let's just say it's an average of 0.04. That's 200 soul fixed costs you're minting a project. With Metaplex, it is on top of it. These are additional closing costs. Let's just say on average you're doing, you know, you're doing a mint, you're freezing, you're unfreezing, and you're airdropping it. That's going to add up to an additional 0.02 soul per NFT minted. Let's say our average pumps up to 0.07 a piece. Your closing costs go from 200 soul to now 300 soul per a 5K collection. So that's kind of the word on the street of why people are like, hey, is this on top of it? Or is this your guys' cost if I'm minting on chain? But we can't change transaction fees. So these are additional costs on top of what it's looking like to mint. So that's kind of why people are a little bearish on it. Um, and macro news for Seoul, I mean, we're breaking a 61.8% minuscule retracement. In Elliott Wave terms, we're breaking a flat. We can range anywhere from 61.8% to 100 to 123.6% on that bottom swing to 16. So I'm a little bearish. I think we're going to be hitting that 18 to 16 zone. Uh, if that does happen, we probably could see some liquidity pumping back into the markets because soul is going to be cheaper. People are going to be feeling like, hey, there's more opportunity. I can get more soul for my bag. So if that drop does happen, I'm just saying we're probably going to see some volatility. Looks sexy. I like that. I like the positivity clutch. That's exactly what I'm looking for as well. Sweeper, what do you got? Yeah, I think this Metaplex uh, announcement is very bearish for our space. I don't know why they thought they could get away with this. This is like an insane amount of... You can't of keep fees. getting away with this. No, I mean, they already get rent, and now they want this, and they want more. And they were basically incubated by the foundation, and you know they already raised a significant amount of money. Um in 2021 and now they're doing this or 2022 now they're doing this i think it's gonna i think it's gonna open uh space for a new standard but the problem is the moat is so large for them and solana keeps talking about compressed nfts this compressed nfts that now the compressed nfts just price went up just you know like 100x so if i want to do a million nfts i have to what is it it's 0 0.01 mint uh to the for the mint so you know, it's going to be a million times 0 0.01 soul to do those million NFTs. So I think there's going to be, hopefully they take the feedback they're getting and change up the way they're doing their fees. I think if they charge like maybe, um, like what the Solana gas is by maybe 10, so 10x gas, maybe that will be feasible. But what they're doing now, I mean, it's going to, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be almost like we have uh, some form of actual gas we're paying when we're in the nft ecosystem yeah i don't know if the compressed nfts are included in that to be honest i'd have to double check the docs and take a look um that's something that i think maybe on a separate standard because i've also heard like mixed reviews on support of that for marketplace standpoints and it being a separate contract as well but frisk what do you got for us before we go into this ama with decals yeah sure i'll be quick uh metaplex needs to change hands down no doubt about it that being said, NFT side of things, I do want to show this one thing that I saw that's really, really cool. There is um, a famous Fox raffle going on right now called the Legendary Art Collection. Uh, it's a one-of-one one piece that is from John Lay, Rupture, Sleeper, Michael Nolson, and Pinug. So one winner is going to get a one-of-one one piece from all five of those artists. It's a 0.69 per ticket. I thought it was really fucking cool. I haven't seen something like this in a while. It is putting being put together by personally one of my good friends, Wayne Newton, who is an incredibly well like established voice in the one of one space. I think he's like really, re he's really tapped in. He understands this, and so I think this is incredible. Like John Lay pieces go for insane amounts of money, 
let alone uh, like another bunch of pieces on top of that. Like Sleeper was literally auctioned off at Sotheby's. I think this is an incredible opportunity for anyone who loves raffles. I hate raffles personally, but I think I still might actually buy a ticket for this. I think it's definitely worth checking out. That's what I would say. I like that a lot. I like that a lot. I think it's definitely something to dive into and start to consider. I'm I'm a huge fan of what Sir Wayne Newton's doing with it. Uh, I like the mint price of it too. You know, sub one soul, nice little raffle opportunity. Get some absolute bangers in there. I'm definitely going to participate personally. I saw it today. Piqued my interest. Can always add to those one of one bags. But let's dive into it. We got D calls up here. They're sponsoring this episode. I want to break down exactly what they're doing with DGen mode. Like I said, I'm a fan of the product. I used it. They did sponsor this episode as well. Did put my own soul up. Lost the soul playing around with it. Hey, teach their own. Makes it a little bit more user-friendly to actually dive into the platform and trade what seems like short-term leverage uh, on if you think price go up or price go down. But we got decals, the page itself up here, and we got SirJames.Soul. So if you guys want to just share a little bit about what you guys have been working on, what the future may hold, and then uh, if you're open to some questions, I'm, I know everyone's definitely eager to hear about it. Hey, everybody. Yeah, so we wanted to kind of introduce ourselves so we've been on solana we're a team of uh, solana ogs we've been here since 2021 we established the first p2p lending and trading platform on solana and popularized it and our entire message is around DeFi. we want to push DeFi on solana and we know it's a big topic at the moment and so we also understand the culture of solana since we've been there for so long and as someone was saying there was a big shitcoin phase, and so we understand that there's a big degen side for Solana. And so we wanted to kind of bring a price prediction game that brings in the, the degen facet of Solana. And so this is pretty much our game is the most degen way to trade on Solana, where you have one minute to figure out where Solana is going to go in the next minute. And so you have an anticipation phase of one minute. No, nice and smooth. That's great to hear as well. So I guess could you break it down? Like when you have this sub one minute participation for it, what is exactly what does it look like? If uh, it's as simple as going price go up, price go down. Uh, I mean, like what are the sizes people can play with? Could you just kind of break down the user experience? Yeah, for sure. So on the on the side, if you go to dcalls.io, uh, you have the live sole price directly to the right of the uh, the box where you will place your uh, your trade. So you can either think it'll moon or you think it's dooming and place your trade accordingly. So it's super seamless, super quick, and uh, fun to play. No, that's awesome. You know, uh, definitely appreciate that. And I mean, I see a leaderboard on here. What's how do people get on the leaderboard? What's that look like? Is there a prize pool? Could you break down that piece of it? Absolutely. So there's a leaderboard, and the leaderboard shows shows the people who have been the most accurate accurate in their predictions. So, you know, every time you play, you have an accurate prediction or not. And so the ones that are at the top of the leaderboard are the ones that were able to predict the price of Solana in the next minute uh, the most accurately possible. And so actually, we are launching a competition that would reward the ones that are the most accurate. So the first three people starting today ends in five days that have the most accurate predictions would be able to win at a total price of 75 soul. But the leaderboard really focuses on the ones that are able to to be good callers. And that's what we want everybody to be incentivized to be. We want to, you know, use this platform to help people also become better traders and understand how to operate under pressure. No, that's awesome. And I, I know that Dr. Shred actually messaged me, so I want to pass it over to him. He says he's top 10 on the leaderboard. I'd love to hear some first-hand accounts on it. 
Well, that that wet that, that is as of last night may have changed over the night. But what's up, fam? Um, just wanted to send some love to the Pecals team. Um, I've been a holder of theirs almost since day one, and they've been working their asses off. They've they've struggled, um, but they've been coming together and working their asses off. And uh, DJ mode is something that they're actively monitoring and engaging with. Um, they've got candles going on, uh, the one minute charts. They're listening to the feedback from the community. And uh, yeah, man, it's fun. I'm not the I'm not the greatest at TA, but uh, just like anything else, if you practice and get better, it's fun. So good job, guys. That's what we love to hear, some firsthand experience from a user of the platform. Man, did you have a question? Yeah, I do. What's, like, where do you guys source the price? Like what like exchange or where do you guys look to do that? Yeah, so we use an Oracle. Uh, if you've heard of Pyth or if you've used Pyth, uh, it's a really good Oracle. We just uh, source it from on-chain. It's the most okay. accurate price of Solana live. Okay, and then one more question is around... Um, it's gone. My question is gone. Uh, the data. Do you guys keep all of the data on, on all of these people predicting and everything? Because that's like the most useful part. Yeah, so we, we have data. Right now, we don't have any usernames. We, we just use wallets. So, you know, we are able to to look back on day one or any day you want, any time frame. And we'd be able to, you know, choose what the bet was or how much they, they put in the pool. And, you know, we, we can look at all the variables that are necessary to gather data. Let me, real, real quick on that. Um, I don't know who it was that asked about data, but I was showing uh, this project to a guy that I worked with at the clinic this morning. And if you go to the DGEN website, you go to the, um, I think it's either the homepage or the rewards page. I can't remember, but it tells you how many um, correct moon bets, how many correct doom bets, um, how many, uh, how much soul has been bet on moon, how many. So they are, they are actively uh, translating some of their data to the community on the fly. It's pretty cool. No, we also huge. have a, another facet that is pretty interesting in the leaderboard is we have the win ratio. So you can kind of look at at those and see the, the people at the top of the leaderboard generally have a, a really big win ratio. And, you know, it, it's good to learn from these guys. Yeah, one of them sitting for 83% win ratio. Need this man to copy trade. Claimed that's like 131 Solana so far. Damn. So yeah, people yeah. are certainly see people are certainly capitalizing on this. It's a big opportunity for something that's a little bit more enjoyable than staring at a chart for an extended period of time. Especially from a leverage standpoint, what's the highest that somebody can participate in a singular one minute candle? Uh, the largest bet that we have right now is going to be 10 Solana. Wow. Okay. So these a little bit of size. Sweeper, do you have a question there? Yeah, I was going to ask about um, volume and size and like how do you guys plan on scaling? Because it's like I think there are a few options, uh, platforms on Solana that you can use because it seems fairly similar what, to what you guys are talking about. It's just how do you – because I know I've known the team for a bit. How, how are you going to scale this? Like and how much how much money are you going to be able to put into this and apparatus to scale? Because I think it's going to be fine for you know the number of users we have right now. But if you increase it over time, scalability is going to really become an issue. Yeah, for sure. No, great question. Uh, you know, we have plans uh, in the future to add more tokens that people can kind of trade on uh, Bitcoin, ETH, you know, all the, all the blue chips. Uh, and then we're going to be adding an on-site balance. So currently you're kind of only restricted to using a, uh, a Phantom wallet or a Solana based wallet to go ahead and interact with the DAP. 
But in the future, we're going to be adding an on-site balance to where you can actually deposit on the site from your Phantom wallet, from your MetaMask wallet, from an exchange. And it's all going to be seamlessly integrated into the platform to allow for the the quickest to trading, if you will. So that answer your question? Yeah, um, kind of. But I would just say the scalability is going to be very important for you guys because it's what you're trying to do is interesting. And I think you'll get people to want to participate. But, uh, you know, in order to get, like, the real DGENs that like to throw a lot of money, scalability will help you guys significantly down the line. you got to be able to scale something like this. Because I think people have tried sort of what you guys are doing, but it always comes back to scalability and getting users to actually do it because yeah, um, sure. it's not easy to get that part. Well, so at the moment, sure? we're participating, by the way, in the in the pool, and I think that something that could address the your concern would be to you know as we increase in volume you know participate more in the pool to to have people to be more enticed to be part of this i like the idea a lot and i guess my next question here would be like what what does the future kind of hold for this like what's next for dgen mode what's next for d calls what's kind of the future for the platform and the uh the team yeah so well we want to we want to scale it to to DeFi as a general rule so right now we're we're going full degen mode that's our latest product and so you know we're we're trying to adapt to the current market and you know the bear market really pushing for degeneracy but eventually we really want to accentuate the the DeFi part and you know have the option calls and have people be able to you know make calls on on the prices of solana and eventually other tokens We'd want to, you know, have have Bonk and other big tokens that are part of the Solana family and be able to become the main platform for DeFi on Solana. No, that's huge. And I know you currently have the options present. Is that just for Solana? At the moment, yes. And so that's why as, you know, we grow on, in volume, we would want to expand to other tokens. Awesome. And so, I mean, does that plan for ETH, Bitcoin, all the above, or is there kind of like a, a next stop that you're planning for? Yeah, but at the moment we would stay on the Solana ecosystem just because the protocol is a little different. So our developers would have to implement new protocols for ETH and ERC-20 tokens. And so that would require a little bit more work and we're expecting to see more volume before we really tackle that part. No, that's huge. So that's good to hear. And then Dr. Shred, did you have something else there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if they if they touched on it, I missed it, but um, just something that Sweeper is sort of hinting at in terms of scalability and just, you know, what what they're doing that's different. And I don't know if they want to speak to this now, um, but there seems to be like some network networking and, um, you know, cashback action going into uh, who you're who you're referring to or who you've referred to. You're actually being able to earn um, some soul on other people's action or, or, or earn soul for people who are in your network. So like, I like where they're going with sort of this networking approach with little communities of people degening together and being able to go and, you know, get, get other folks or, um, you know, build, build up their network for, uh, for more gains. I think that's, uh, that's unique and it's fun. So I uh, hope you guys keep rocking, man. I'm really enjoying it. So that's it. Like, Oh, it's awesome. We got, Five or so minutes. Did you have something there? Sorry. Oh, no worries. I was just going to say we appreciate you. Thank you for the kind words. 
And uh, yeah, definitely the what he was referring to is uh, our crews. It's basically kind of like a uh, an affiliate system, to where you can build out a crew and actually be able to earn uh, a portion of your crew's fees, as well as give your crew an additional portion of their fees as cash back. So is that where the NFT comes into play for this? Because that was going to be uh, my next question. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so the NFT, it's purely a, uh, it's kind of like in a, uh, in a, on a, on a piece of paper slid over the, the desk, you know, we don't have the IRS in here, but 100% of the platform's revenue goes to all the NFTs. So in a way, speculatively, it could be considered owning a share of, uh, of the platform. So the NFT is purely for revenue share and some banger PV or PFPs, but that's that's purely the the utility. I'm a fan of that. And it's, it's good to hear that there's something coming back to that uh, kind of being the core of what you guys released in the first place. So, I mean, the last couple of kind of questions that I have with like DGen mode and everything else on the decal site here, you did roll out this functionality for kind of the moon or doom, which is at 20 seconds. Is there any thought process or desire to increase the time, shorten the time, or do you plan to kind of keep it to just a one minute trading? We're yeah, adapting. So, so we're, we're looking at the response from the players and, and whatever works best for them, how well they respond to it, what gives them enough time to, to make a price prediction, do some analysis or a gut feeling we would, you know, we would adapt. So we've actually changed it a couple of times in the past few days that we've been live just to see how people respond best. And, you know, so far it looks like people like to have a minute to find out what price um, they want to go with. And the anticipation phase, we're still figuring that out. But we're very open to feedback from players and also from holders. Perfect. No, that's great. And I mean, before we wrap here, was there anything you wanted to leave the audience with? Great job with this. It's certainly exciting. And for those who are new to it, check it out. Decals, D-E-C-A-L-L-S dot I-O. Their Moon or Doom is live now. 20 seconds to predict the market. What do you think this price going to do? Go up, go down. They got a live sold price chart, live sold price ticker and dot chart as well. But I wanted to let you guys kind of have the last uh, the last word here. Uh, yeah, I can kind of elaborate on the, uh, the competition. Uh, we want to invite all of Solana to come and check out our platform and see if your TA can hold up against some of the best in Solana. Uh, we do have our competition going on right now, kind of how we were talking about earlier, where if you have the highest win ratio or one of the three with the highest win ratio, we have some tasty prizes on the table. So make sure you get in, you get your TA, pop it up, and uh, hang out. Start trade. No, absolutely awesome. I appreciate you guys swinging by and giving us the rundown on Moon or Doom and what you guys are doing with DGen mode. Tons of fun. Like I said, I have been a user of it over the last few days been enjoyable just some way to kind of dive into it and test it all out and play around with it so i appreciate you guys you guys stopping in giving us the rundown on it all and shout out all the speakers shout out all the listeners we'll be back again at 8 a.m eastern time tomorrow there may not be a 5 p.m show this week for the rest of the week i am traveling but uh we got something in store as well for those that tune in in the morning it may have to do with dog list so we'll see you guys bright and early hope you enjoyed the episode we'll be back again like i said bright and early have a great night and we'll catch you next time